Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen, and we have a couple things we want to talk about today. First and foremost, things you probably shouldn't pack. We can start with that, right? I think that's a good idea. So I am a chronic overpacker. I would say based on traveling with you before, you are a very minimal packer. And I've been trying very hard to be a more minimalist packer in general, because I realized it was absolutely a problem at some point in my life. And now I can do the whole, like that, oh, what do you call it? A personal item. And I could do mm-hmm. a whole weekend in Vegas with just a personal item. I, I can attribute and I've seen it in person. I am a witness that you can travel to Vegas for a weekend with a backpack, which I was incredibly impressed by. I know. Well, even my um, Uber driver was like, where's your stuff? (laughs) You're like, this is it. And then all of a sudden you start unpacking this backpack and there's like multiple dresses and jumpsuits and all of your cosmetics and hair stuff. And I'm like, how did this all fit in there? How did you do it? It was very impressive. So the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because I have talk to so many people lately who are either packing for state pageants, national pageants, international pageants, whatever they're going to, and they all seem to be in packing mode. So I was thinking we should talk about what are things you do not need to pack for sure, especially if you're going to a pageant. What do you not need to bring? So let's first start off with what are things you can automatically cross off the list that people might be thinking they should be packing that you can guarantee they will not use? You will not use as many Band-Aids as you think you're going to use. I packed packed a box of Band-Aids that had every single size. And I had regular Band-Aids. I had blister Band-Aids. I had the little teeny tiny Band-Aids. I had big Band-Aids. I had moleskin. I had anything and everything. And I still, so what I went to nationals two years ago or Mm -hmm. three years ago, something like, no, two years ago, I'm still using the band-aids for me and my family that I purchased and took with me to Vegas. So the extra, extra large family pack of band-aids is probably not necessary for your week-long pageant. Maybe that would actually be better use of space is to do something like that. I am talking, I literally had a freezer bag full of band-aids. Oh, just every different type. Yes. Something for me that I packed multiple times for different pageants and never used one time is I would pack like 12 or maybe I'm exaggerating, but I would pack way too many workout outfits. I I really had in my mind that I was going to do a workout every single day of whatever pageant I was at. And there is just, first of all, very not, there's no time to do a workout every day of your pageant. And secondly, you can probably wear the same workout outfit multiple times for the most part. Nobody Mm -hmm. cares if you're sweating in the same sweaty outfit again. And you also 
are going to be so exhausted. You probably want to conserve your energy by the end of the week and you're not going to want to do another workout in a in in your like national pageant. So I think for me, I spent too much of my luggage space packing workout outfits that were like super duper cute and like coordinated and all this stuff, thinking that like maybe the judges would be in the gym. They weren't. And I I only went to the gym. I did go, but I didn't go every day. And I think that is the same for lounge sets. So mm-hmm. you don't need to have 10 different loungy things to wear. Probably two is enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes, one. With, like, are you talking about to wear either within your room or to over to hair and makeup or something like that? Yes. Correct. Yep. I would definitely say two is plenty. You can wear the same thing to hair and makeup every day. They don't care what you look like. Or how, if you have a little silk robe to wear to hair and makeup, that's a good thing too. Mm-hmm. Just and throw it on over. Yeah. Throw it on over your outfit that you already have on or like your lounge outfit and then just run over there and there you go. Yep. Love that. Love that tip. Another thing that I would say I am a habitual overpacker of is shoes. Mm -hmm. I, in my mind, think like when I'm planning my outfits, I think I'm going to wear these very cute, bright colored shoes that are super strappy and so cute. And then I end up wearing my nude shoes or clear shoes every single day. Because they're way more comfortable than my very cute pointy toe yellow pumps or my brightly colored hot pink or, you know, these very cute sandals that are, they're adorable, but they just hurt my feet. And after I've been in rehearsals for days, the last thing I want to do is put these really kind of ouchy shoes on that might be very pretty and very cute. I just would rather wear the ones that are broken in my tried and true nude shoes. I'm going to go with those every time. So I'm an overpacker of shoes. What about you? Um, I can. I really narrowed it down though when I went to America. And then when I went this past time, I literally brought, I think, one pair of heels with me. And they were my nude clear ones that go with absolutely everything. And I think it is best to truly just get the least amount of shoes as possible because you're right. It's just a waste of space and they're heavy. And that's going to cost you more because Mm -hmm. you're probably going to check that bag. And I would, I would just take shoes that you need that you could wear with at least several outfits. Correct. Multi-purpose your shoes. If you're bringing a pair of shoes that you know for sure can only go with one specific outfit, probably think about changing out that shoe for a shoe you can wear at least two or three times within the week. If you're going for a week long or longer, you don't want to spend valuable luggage space just for shoes. I literally had an entire suitcase just of shoes for nationals, and I was there for four days. That's That's wild, Rebecca. It's ridiculous. I didn't wear hardly any of them. I wore the same nude or clear shoes, or I had like one pair of black strappy and one pair of gold strappy that I ended up wearing for like a, a formal night. But that was it. I didn't wear any of those really fun, really cute shoes at all because there is no time for that. Like you're changing clothes so quick within your wardrobe changes and you just want to be comfortable while looking put together. I'm going to say something you're not going to probably like because it's not very aesthetically pleasing, but I suggest, and this is me 
coming from a place of I can go to and from Vegas for a weekend in the smallest bag ever. Makeup bags, cosmetic bags, jewelry cases are the biggest waste of space ever. You should take all of your cosmetics and put it in freezer bags so that they can lay oh, flat. I'm fine with this. I'm fine with this. <laughs> and then I don't have, this, I'm not like having a, I was like, what are you going to say? Are you going to be like, wear tennis shoes? I'm like, okay, no. yeah, that is not aesthetically pleasing. We're not doing that. But I'm fine with you putting your stuff in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> yes. Any kind of first aid stuff, your medications, literally anything and everything. The only thing that I will sometimes put something in is my jewelry, like my earrings so yeah. they don't get crushed. But all I use is I reuse a little jewelry cardboard box, you know, like the cardboard box mm -hmm. that the actual box comes in. Yes. And I'll just put it all in there. And that's what I use. I definitely agree with wrapping your jewelry with um, each individual pair of earrings or each earring itself, um, wrapping it in like um, tissue paper and then putting it in that Ziploc bag. I think that's a great way to pack your jewelry as well. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. And then I wouldn't even need Yeah, I've packed mine like that a lot. It's just wrapping each individual earring in the tissue paper and then laying it in a small Ziploc bag and then putting all the Ziploc bags in a big freezer bag. Mm hmm. Yep. And that way, when you get there, you can pair them all out with your outfits. Mm -hmm. Yep. I like that. Um, also being very cautious about what you pack as far as cosmetics go, because some people are like, well, I'm going to need this eyeshadow palette for this outfit. I'm going to need this palette for this one. And I'm going to be, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. that stuff takes up space very quickly. So mm -hmm. the least amount of cosmetics that you can take, or if you have something that has a blush and a bronzer, especially mm -hmm. if you're going and you're getting your hair and makeup done, you're probably not going to need a lot of your own, maybe just a little bit, really paying attention to things that can be used for more than one thing. And mm -hmm. do you really, really, really need your entire brush set? If you're planning to hire hair and makeup, you should really pare down on what you're packing pack your minimal amount of makeup, just your very basic, what you need to get through a basic day. You don't need your full glam set. You just don't. You're hiring someone to do that for you. Now I did bring my airbrush machine when I was in Vegas with you, but that also fit into my little teeny tiny bag. So it worked it out. But that for you, I mean, you weren't getting your hair and makeup done. So that was a different situation you were yeah. doing your own that whole time and you were doing other people's including mine. So I'm glad you had it. Me too. I love that thing. Um, one last thing I want to add uh, over packing that I, I personally have seen a lot of people do and have been a victim of myself is overpacking backup outfits. You definitely need some backup outfits for sure because things mm -hmm. happen. Zippers can break. You can put something on and an accident happened, like your steamer splatters on it or something, you just never know. So you want to have a backup outfit or two within your wardrobe, but you don't need a backup outfit per day. That's, mm -hmm. that's silly. You think about it. You're not going to need one every single day. So your backup outfit for Monday can also be your backup outfit for Wednesday because you're not going to need one most likely every single day. 
Right. So really exactly. two, two to three outfits of quote unquote backup for rehearsal should be fine. Oh my gosh. Two to three. I was thinking two max for backups. No, that's, that's what I mean. Two to three max for rehearsals. Like okay. two to three max for the week rehearsal outfit backups. You don't need one per day backup. You don't need seven backup rehearsal outfits. Mm-hmm. Two to three total, that should get you through. And that also like gives you flexibility to switch out something worst case you hate what you put on. It just, you're not having your best day in this outfit that you thought you loved. You hate it all of a sudden, switch it out, wear your backup outfit. There you go. You've got something, but you don't need seven backup outfits. No. And you also don't need duplicates of certain things in each room, such as mm. a side note. So if you know, if you know who your roommate's going to be which most people I think do know before they actually go to nationals in most systems, reach out to them and kind of figure out if they're planning to get, if they drink coffee, then you guys can get mm-hmm. a coffee maker together, a really cheap one, a little Mr. Coffee, it's 15 bucks. And you guys can go in on cases of water if you want. You can go in on certain things together, clothing racks that you're probably just going to leave behind. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a steamer. You don't most likely need two steamers in a room. You guys can share a steamer. If it's, it's just going to take up so much space, some of these items. And there isn't, I mean, most hotel rooms that are provided by your pageant are so nice, but they're also a hotel room. They're not a home. So you don't have multiple rooms to put all this stuff in. It's just one room. Think about that. You've got all your luggage, all of your hanging items, all your gowns, everything's in there. You're going to run out of space. So you don't need two of everything. Talk to your roommate, plan out your big items. If you're, if you just need one blow dryer, maybe. Like, can you guys be flexible with certain things? Can you make it work? That's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really is. And if she doesn't want to share with you, then fine. <laughs> totally fine. Yeah. If she doesn't want to share with you, maybe if you have like another state queen in a different age division or a different division, see if she wants to go in with you and share. And you guys can work that out where you can share a steamer because that's still very possible to do. Um, if your rooms are not too far apart or something like that, but you don't need to have, you know, $200 invested in miscellaneous items that you could potentially be sharing with somebody that, that would first of all, cut costs and cut down in your luggage. Exactly. I I'm trying to think for Mrs. America, I had two big suitcases that I took and then my carry on. Mm -hmm. Okay. And did you ship anything? No. Okay. And one of them had my costume and Mm -hmm. not much else. Okay. That's pretty impressive. I shipped ahead my costume because it was pretty bulky. Um, as far as like the, I had like a head piece and back kind of thing that went behind me. So we shipped that ahead, ahead of time out to Vegas. And then I shipped um, my contestant gifts because back when I competed, every contestant gave a contestant gift to every other contestant. And I shipped those out ahead of time as well. That way I didn't have to pack 50 water bottles. That's what I brought. I brought water bottles that said you are enough on them, like personalized you are enough water bottles. And I was not about to pack those. So I shipped those as well. 
But then I brought two suitcases, carried on my competition outfits, my evening gown and my interview outfit. And then Mm -hmm. I had a big tote type bag that was full to the brim. Ooh, speaking of contestant gifts, that's a good idea. Water bottles. Did you make them or did you have them made? Um, I actually got them sponsored. I have, uh, I had a local place here in Oklahoma offer to sponsor them for me. So I paid the wholesale cost of the water bottle, but the place did the printing of them for me, if that makes sense. Like the putting the logo of the URNF on them for me. She did that for free um, in exchange for me putting her logo on social media and on my autograph card. I didn't, um, that was sort of our trade is as long as I gave her social media shout outs and put her um, business on my autograph cards, she did that for me for free. So it was a very cost-effective contestant gift since I had to do like 55 of them because I did one for every contestant and then one for the current queen and Mrs. World was there that year. So I gave one to her as well. Oh, so when I went, we didn't have to do, well, not have to, but we didn't really, there was a yes. couple people that had little things they gave out to everybody, but we just did roommate gifts. Mm-hmm. And I don't so even a lot know if of, that was a requirement. A lot of pageants have changed. Um, I think with, since the numbers have gotten so much bigger in a lot of systems, um, they've eliminated sort of that required contestant gift exchange. Now it's very much an optional. But I think as somebody who's competed a lot, it's really encouraged to do a roommate gift. It kind of just gives you an icebreaker. It's really fun. And I love a roommate gift. My favorite idea to do for roommate gifts are matching pajamas. I think it's so fun because then you can take a really cute picture with your matching pajamas in your room and you can get your own self a gift as well. That is really cute. I got my roommate. Um, we I, Actually, yeah, that's kind of what I did. We did matching robes. So I got her and I matching robes. And then they said Mrs. Ohio America on the back and Mrs. Pennsylvania America on the back of them. And then I think it had our first name on the front. And then I also got her a sweatsuit set. So sweatpants and sweatshirt. And I customized those as well for her. Adorable. I love that. But I made those too. And that's something too, that you can keep in mind is if you don't want to order something off Etsy, because sometimes that Mm -hmm. can get a little expensive is you can make those things yourself. Oh yeah. She loved it. Now for me, she got me this white pillbox clutch and it said Mrs. Ohio on it. And I use that every single day. I took it to dinner every night. People loved it. They're like, where'd you get this? Where'd you get this? And it was from my roommate and it was awesome. I love the clutch idea. Sorry. I did not realize I was muted. I love the clutch idea. (laughs) I also love um, like a really cute pair of earrings that you could give to your roommate. I think that's a great idea, especially if you're shopping and you see like a great pair of earrings that you're like, God, these are so cute. But I have so many pair of earrings, then grab them for your roommate, you know, like think about what would she like, especially if you sort of get to know her a little bit before you get there through text or social media or however, like kind of get to know her personality. If she's super into athletic stuff, maybe um, a really cute yoga mat or something like that would be cute. Who knows? Just think about her interests and what she would like and think about that. 
Mm -hmm. Well, and keep in mind, she's got to take it home with her. So nothing too big. Yes. I will tell you um, probably my favorite gift I have ever gotten from a contestant, like gift exchange type thing was a personalized tote bag. And I know for specifically Mrs. America and for Mrs. International, they both give you a tote bag for that pageant. So this might not be exactly perfect for that, but for a state pageant, if this isn't something that they're giving you, she gave every contestant a like embroidered tote bag that said our name and our title. So it said like Rebecca, Mrs. Edmund. And I thought that was so thoughtful and so cute and really special and something we could all take home and remember the weekend and have for the year, you know, it was just really cute and really thoughtful. And I loved that idea. So yeah, anything pers- I think anything personalized really just goes a long way. Like even a picture frame that had her title on it, that she could take it home and then put a picture from the pageant week in it. That would be a great idea. Something small that she could still pack in her suitcase and take it home really practical and really cute. I know sometimes people really like to do something specific to their state. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know people will do, sometimes they'll do food. How do you feel about food? I, it's a hit or miss for me. I, so I like food gifts in theory. They're very hard to pack home a lot of times for me. Um, I've had a really hard time packing, especially like chocolate gifts to come home because they just melt. And I, I don't know why, but I feel like I've been gifted a lot of things that were chocolate, like really cute personalized M&Ms. I've gotten a lot of times that had like the contestant state on the M&M or something like that. And I could not figure out how to get them home without them melting in my bag. And a lot of states are very well known for chocolate, different things, and they'll get sponsored gifts that are chocolate. And it's sometimes it's very hard to eat all that in the week so if you're bringing it home it's kind of hard to bring home so that's hard but I love any kind of gift that it's easy to pack and travel with like and some I don't remember what state it was right now off the top of my head but they gave me a little tiny jar of honey that was in the cutest little jar and I loved bringing that home because I knew it wouldn't spill or anything the way that it was packaged and it was so cute to be able to take that home and to use like later and to like talk to my kids about it and tell them about it and another really cute one was a bottle of it was like a glass bottle of coke that her coke manufacturer in her Mm -hmm. state gifted her glass bottles of coke and it had the instead of the regular coke label it had her like her name on there and like her state, Aww. it was very cute. And my kids loved that too. They like, they loved seeing that that exact bottle came from that state. Just knowing that, I think it was cool for them to get to learn a little bit more about their state and what they were known for and that kind of thing. But I will tell you, I was introduced to the most amazing cookie company of all time from Hawaii. And it was because of a contestant gift. It it was the most amazing cookies. They're ginormous, so delicious. My Mrs. Hawaii and Mrs. America gave us all these cookies. I literally ate it within two seconds. It was all gone. So I didn't have to worry about packing that and bringing it home. And I sure did not share that one with my kids. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Maybe that's it because I feel like I'm a hit or miss with food sometimes, but maybe that's it. If I can 
pack it and bring it home easily or it's something I'm going to eat right then. Obviously, I'm like, yeah, this is great. Otherwise, because I, you never want to throw it away. You just feel exactly. bad. It feels so horrible because you know they either put a lot of thought and effort into it. They spent a lot of money. They got it donated, whatever it was. You don't want to just throw it away. It feels terrible to do that. I know. So yeah, if it's easily packable, if it's something that they're probably going to eat right then and there, then that's probably best for food yes. type stuff. So just think about that when you're doing any kind of food item. Can this be eaten within the time frame we're here, whether it's a weekend or a week or whatever? Or can this be taken home no matter how they're traveling, whether they're driving, flying, however they're getting home? Can you imagine being able to drive to a pageant? Yes and no. Like a big national pageant? I think it would be so great to be able to drive to one because you could, this is my overpackingness coming in where I'm like, <laughs> imagine how much I could take with me. I could take so many things. But then I know, again, but... The, it's the coming home that I think would be so hard. The driving home after when you're so tired and you don't want to have to get behind the wheel or ride in a car for that long. I just think I would have had a more elaborate costume if I didn't mm -hmm. have to fit it in a suitcase. That was, I didn't like that. So I mean, I would have loved to drive to Vegas when I competed. That's why I was so glad I shipped mine because it was a huge box and it was not necessarily the cheapest to ship it. I think it was like $100 to pay for shipping, but I think probably checking another suitcase would have added up to be just as much checking it there and back. I know I looked into shipping and it, I don't know if this was just like a crazy year or is, or this is truly how much it would be to ship, but it was going to be like $350. Oh, wow. To ship That's crazy. a box. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to figure out how to fit it. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. So well, I don't know. Speaking of gifts and getting them out there, we can't forget if you have a dignitary gift or a gift for some type of auction item that you need to take to your pageant and getting that out there and how to think about that. I think we should maybe touch on that. Oh my gosh. That was so hard to figure out what we were going to do. I ended up just reaching out to a bunch of different companies, local companies, and they gave us some stuff. So like Buckeye Vodka is in Ohio. And so we had a bottle of that and then, but that's glass and it's also alcohol. So mm -hmm. I couldn't just carry it onto the plane. Like that had to be checked and packed. And I just prayed that that didn't break. Oh yeah. <laughs> Especially if that got all over your clothes, that would have been really terrible. That would have been awful. And then we had some other little snacky stuff that we're, we could just pack and that was fine. But yeah, that was not mm -hmm. ideal. For sure. My year at Mrs. International, we had a auction item that was required that you had to bring. And then it was a silent auction that people walked around and could bid on. And all the proceeds went to the American Heart Association at that time. And I got a local artist to paint this amazing painting. Uh, and the pageant was in West Virginia. So it was a West Virginia themed painting because I figured most of the people attending would be from West Virginia since it was mm -hmm. in West Virginia. And it was so cool, so beautiful. But getting it out there was 
very difficult because I did have to have it shipped out there and it wasn't and I wanted it to be very well cared for because it was this like piece of artwork so I definitely paid extra to have it shipped out in the best way and I am I in hindsight I think I probably should have picked maybe a different type of auction item that I could have either packed with me or something like that because it did end up costing quite a bit to have that huge piece of art shipped. So that is just something to kind of keep in mind as well when we're talking about packing and gifts and all that sort of thing together is think about your dignitary gift or auction item if that's something for your pageant. How are you going to get that out there and talk to your sister queens if that's something that, that is involved with this item. Make sure you're all on the same page with how it's going to be getting out there, who's packing it, and who's in charge of making sure it gets there safely. Okay. I want a Chris's question. I'm ready. Okay. Are you sure you're ready? We've been, I feel like on mock interview mode. So here we go. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. What do you think is the number one biggest issue facing marriages right now today? This was my question when I competed at Mrs. Ohio America and I said it before and I'll say it again. I think that social media is by far the greatest threat to marriage today. And I, I say that because you think about when people are looking at what you might call options and social media just allows for when there's maybe a crack in your marriage or you're having trouble in your marriage to reach out to so many different people when really you should be focusing in on your partner and not reaching out all the way across social media, the way that some people do, whether it's private messaging or just posting something about them. And I just think if people would focus on their person and their marriage, then we would have a much better success rate in marriages than we do right now. Thank you so much. That's not what I said before. It's it was similar. along those lines. It was it's similar. similar. It, you definitely still said social media. You just said a different kind of why, but I liked this reason better, I think. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I just know it was shorter. Well, you know what? Either way, that's why you don't memorize your answers. You're supposed to just say what you think at the that's moment. Right. That's right. Never memorize it. It always sounds very memorized if you do. And that sounded very genuine and very real. I'm proud of you. Good job. Thank you. A plus Chris. for me. All right, Chris. Well, I, oh, I have, my gosh, I almost forgot. Not this weekend, next weekend, the 30th, we're Correct. doing another round of the national level mock interview judges round Robin. There's going to be five of them. And then a one hour personal session after the fact to ask any kind of questions, any kind of coaching advice you need. If you want to um, get your judges feedback, you get it right then and there. It's all videoed and sent to you. So you can share that with your team. Right. That's right. And um, we'll we don't have a whole lot of spots available. We still have um, one, potentially two spots. I could maybe open a second spot. We for sure have one spot, potentially two spots open. So if you want to sign up for that, please let us know ASAP. Yeah. And then you can find us at Pageant Bud. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us at Pageant Buzz Pod on Instagram. And as Rebecca always says, don't forget to sparkle. Follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod for all things pageant buzz.